Hello, everybody. This is the Common Sense American, and welcome to the day after the debacle, which is the 2020 presidential election. As it stands right now, it looks as if Donald Trump will not be reelected. Uh, however, of course, there's ways to go, and there are several states that have not finalized. However, currently standing with Trump not getting Wisconsin or Michigan, even though he's demanded a recount in one or both of those states, um, he's going to need Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Arizona, and I don't think he's going to do that. Um, but anyway, I, I, I want to talk about um, not so much the outcome, um, but about where we go from here, uh, provided uh, this sticks and Biden is the new president. Um, I think what we're, and we've seen a lot of it already. We're seeing a lot of people just, you know, freaking out and having meltdowns and, you know, sort of this is the end of the world type thing. Um, and I would be more inclined to be on that note if we also lost the Senate. I suppose if Democrats had control of the Senate, the House, and the presidency, they could just run roughshod over this country with their insane progressive ideology for the next four years and possibly longer. Um, and that would just open up so many doors, you know, everything would get passed. One of the, one of the biggest issues that Trump faced throughout the, throughout his tenure was the fact that, uh, you know, we, we didn't control the house. And so the house and Senate were split on everything and it was very difficult to get anything through outside of an executive order. And, you know, if we face that, that's, you know, if we, if, if it, if Biden is in the presidency, but we still have the Senate. Then there's a there's hope. There's a stopgap there. There's there's a way of stopping some of the more uh, cr crazier uh, ideas from going through and being enacted as laws. Uh, and hopefully a way to you know sort of uh, stop the insane federal mandates that Democrats love to implement. Um, you know, if you lose all three, that's that's a serious issue. And I suppose it could still happen, although it's looking pretty good for the Republicans in the Senate right now. And I know they also flipped a few critical seats in the House. Um, and I'm, I'm even hearing talk that from some of the members of the House that uh, it's feasible that Nancy Pelosi will not retain her position as speaker. However, I don't know. Biden likes her. If, if he's in, she'll probably retain it, but don't be surprised if there's a bit of a battle there. Uh, and in terms of all the stuff going around about voter fraud and screwed up balloting and the mail-in fiasco, uh, and okay, uh, first things first, it is bizarre that when I went to bed last night at about, you know, one in the morning, uh, Trump was leading Basically, every single state that had not finalized, with the exception, I think, of like one. He was he was actually still leading Virginia at the time. And he was well ahead. In, in Michigan, he was up like 14, Wisconsin 10. Um, he was he was just he was way out in front there, he was way out in front in several other states. And I wake up in the morning, and within a few hours, all of a sudden, not only are those leads completely gone, but Biden is suddenly in the lead. And if you look at the graph for Wisconsin, there's that quick upward trends, just skyrocketing bar when they, you know, quote unquote, found 120,000 new votes all for Biden. Um, and I know Trump's going to demand a recount and he's going to probably do the same thing in Michigan. I don't know what you're going to get out of that. 
it's going to take a while to sort that out. It'll take a while to prove any sort of fraudulent behavior. And that's the issue. And I think Democrats were banking on that because it's going to take a while. If they can finalize those states and get this through and get Biden in the White House, it's not going to make any difference, is it? Once he's there, there's not much else that can be done. You can fight this forever. You can even prove later there's voter fraud. I'm not sure what else you can do, you know, and it's 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 shockingly close in general, what I really want to fo- focus on is that just how close this election is and close in the popular vote as well. I mean, really, really close. Statistically, it's the thinnest of margins. And I've been saying for a long time that we've become so heavily polarized that we have the right and the left. and It's very little in between. And you're, you're either hardcore Trump or you're hardcore against him. And I said last week that we need to find a way to talk to each other again. We need to find a way to heal what's going on, regardless of who's in the White House. Now, I, I, I wanted to take a little bit more of an optimistic approach um, tonight. I know people are all down about Trump likely losing here. Um, I mean, he'll, he'll contest it and fight it for a long time. But I, I don't know. To me, it seems whether you want to say the fix is in or whether you just want to say there was no way they were going to let Trump go another four years, no matter what, it seems that way. And, you know, people are very, very, you know, I've seen tweets and stuff on Facebook and social media where uh republicans and conservatives are just like you know in tears they're kind of like in some ways the the way the liberals were when hillary lost so badly in 2016 they just can't believe it happened um and they're so afraid for the future and I, i mean i don't blame them um especially considering that biden is very much a puppet is absolutely not in good condition. And I, I don't think anybody really believes he's going to be perfectly healthy for the next four years, let alone eight, which means you're looking at Kamala at, at Harris as president, which is what Democrats really wanted all along. When the instant she became his running mate, they saw this as an opportunity. Oh, we get a, you know, we get a minority woman in, in as president. That's what we want. We don't even care what our policies are. That's how bad political correctness has ruined the entire country. Um, so that that is an issue. I'm not saying it's not. What I'm saying is some of the more systemic, and I hate to use that word because Democrats have just abused it to death. And I'm not using it in terms of the way they're using it. I'm using it slightly differently here. The systemic issues that this country faces, I don't think it matters who's president. We're going to have to find a way, like I said, to talk to each other, to um, come to some return to a sense of normalcy where Politics were not a family splintering subject where family and friends would never would leave each other and never talk to each other again because of political views. I mean, that is not what this country is about. That should never be what this country is about. But that is what it has become. And Democrats will blame Trump for that and say he further polarized everybody and, you know, radicalized the right. While we're saying that uh, Obama absolutely radicalized the left and it's been getting worse and worse over the years. So, of course, we're at heavy odds. And you can't very well have somebody near you who is against you on this because you're so polar opposite in everything. But, I mean... Let's say that Biden is there and the Senate stays red and, and you know, the House stays blue. It's going to be difficult for him to get through the, the, the more, the crazier of his ideas or the progressive ideas that they shove in his brain, um, which is definitely something. You know, that, that is something to consider. The other thing to consider is that oh, for the past few years, all I've been seeing is the endless liberal barrage. That's all I've been seeing. 
It's in front of my face every two seconds of the day. It's in every form of entertainment. It's in every book, movie, television show. It's in every commercial. It's everywhere. The political correctness and agenda has been, it's relentless. It hasn't stopped. It has only kicked up under Trump. If Trump was reelected, is it going away? Of course not. It's only going to get worse. And I'm not saying it'll go away if Biden gets in there. What I'm saying is nothing will really change in that respect. We still have the three pillars of power, which is education, entertainment, and the media being far left, all of it. And they will continue to push that way regardless of who's in the White House. Those are our problems. Those are our biggest issues. The the education side in that they're basically brainwashing all our children and infecting them with their garbage from the time they're in kindergarten. That has to be completely overhauled. We have to tackle that quickly. Otherwise, we're just going to end up with more generations of worthless completely useless snowflakes that can't do anything, that have endless mental and physical problems, that can't function in any way, and simply you know, ask for everything on a silver platter because of the most entitled people that has ever lived. And we're going to have more generations of that if we don't tackle the problems in education. If we don't find a way for media to be more objective than they are, if we can't at least get some outlets that are objective right down the middle and simply gives the American people the news without injecting even an ounce of opinion into it, we're going to have these problems. The media has to somehow be fixed. Entertainment needs to get away from the idea that every single person on the planet wants to see your political correct nonsense. No, not everybody wants to see it, and we're just pulling farther away from you. You may have noticed from your box office failings and from everything else that's happening in your world with sports declining like crazy in terms of viewership. We're sick of your crap. We're going away from it. And regardless of who is in the White House, we're going to continue to go away from it. Your sales will continue to fall in all forms of entertainment unless... You just you get off the, the leftist bandwagon because you're just going to continue to lose more and more and more potential viewers, potential listeners, potential readers, whatever the, the medium may be. You're going to continue to lose them and alienate them because you won't stop. This all white people bad, all everybody else great, that agenda has to stop. I mean, you take a look at it right now. It's so easy to predict. It's so, it's so transparent. If I watch a movie... Or I see a show or something, and there are different you know, people in there, I will absolutely guarantee you that there's no way in hell that the white person is the hero or heroine, and any minority person is any sort of villain. All the minorities are always stand-up people who are just trying to get along, and, and they're usually very good, decent, hardworking, whatever, and all the white people are stupid, idiot, bumbling, moron, evil people. That's basically the, 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 the agenda in every form of entertainment right now. And I, I, I mean, I'm not the only one who sees it. We're tired of this. You want equality. You, don't, you have no interest in equality. It's not what you're presenting. It's not what you're promoting. You're promoting anti-white, anti-male, anti-Catholic, anti-heterosexual, anti-Christian, anti-every single form of morality that this country used to have. And we're just, we're tired. You have no interest in equality or, or real diversity. That's not what you want. You're basically telling a certain person Specifically, in most cases, the white straight males, they don't want, we don't want you here. We think you're evil. We think you owe us. We think that you, we, you should get out. 
and that we're going to make assumptions about you as well, and those assumptions are going to stand up. And if you go against us in any way, we will take you down. We will take you down. If you own a business, we're taking your business down. If you have a job, we're taking your job away. This is the way that's going to work. This is the way it has been working. This is the so-called progressive mentality. Now, that is in place right now. You want to go for jobs. You want to go to try and get into schools. I see commercials all the time about how, oh, I'm a black transgender woman and I'm battling. You're not battling for anything. You're at the top of the food chain right now, and we all know it. You go in, you put your resume in, you tell people exactly who you are, and I guarantee you that even if you're not as qualified as the white male, you're getting the job, and we all know it. We all know this to be fact. Why do we think the DOJ is investigating Yale for basically discriminating against white and Asian people? And the only reason they're doing that, we all know it, is because their political correctness has run amok, and they just don't want to let more of them in because they have a majority of them on the campus. And to them... It's quote-unquote right or correct to have exactly the, the same percentage of people in there, you know, an equal percentage. Like, you know, 20% this, 20% this, 20% this. Anything else is just racist. has nothing to do with requirements. has nothing to do with intellect. has nothing to do with ability or ambition. No, no. This is what we're up against. And none of that changes if Biden or Trump is in the White House. It just doesn't. Uh, we've been railing us for all this. It's only gotten worse in the past few years. There's only so much the president can do. What I'm saying is the problems this country faces, the progressive insanity this country faces, that we have to battle against or it will just become another third world piece of crap country, um, is we have to take it out from the basically a structure standpoint. You have to go after the media. You have to go after entertainment. You have to, you have to basically, and we need to speak with our wallets. We, in a lot of ways, we have. We've stopped um, giving a lot of uh, sports, you know, teams money. We're, we've stopped getting, and it's not just the pandemic. I know a lot of people in the entertainment and sports fields are saying, oh, well, everything's going to bounce back and be normal when all the restrictions are lifted, if that ever happens. I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's true at all. The, it's not a coincidence that during the Black Lives Matter uh, stuff that just exploded, um, that as soon as sports teams started embracing that en masse, that their viewership plummeted. That didn't have anything to do with the virus. That's because we're sick of your crap. We're sick of seeing it. We're sick of having it shoved down our throat. We're sick of that obvious racism. And again, that doesn't change. Regardless of who's in the White House, we still have to face these things. And... The other thing to think about, and let's, let's, let's not forget this, and let's not underestimate the power of this. When you're putting Biden in the White House, and you know Harris is the vice president, and they're going to attempt to implement, and they probably will be able to get some of their uh, far-left stuff passed, when it fails, which it inevitably will do, because it fails everywhere around the world and always will, because it is anti-human in every sense of the word. And if you want to know a little bit more about what I mean, uh, go dig up my podcast against socialism, which I did, you know, some years back. I uh, just scrolled all the way down the list. It's down there, um, which I say, you know, I explain why the concept of giving something for nothing, why the concept of constantly simply... Uh, taking away everyone's motivation and incentive results in nothing but sloth and entitlement and incompetence and laziness. And as soon as that, and it doesn't take long, it does not take long for that to take hold once their policies are in. So this will be a good way to say, okay, go ahead, do your policies. You, you think this is right? You think this will work? Go Fine, go ahead. And when it doesn't, 
when it fails, when it inevitably fails, then Biden's chance of being reelected are very slim indeed, or I guess Harris at that point, if she's in. And the more that fails, the more that goes down the tubes, you know, they can, the media and all the, like I said, the pillars of power can continue to fight for the left as much as they want. If you decimate the country, if you continue, if you just get crushed in terms of approval, um, you know, then you face a serious, serious issue. And that's what Democrats will face. Democrats have wanted to get back in power ever since Obama got out just to sort of prove that they were always right. Well, now they're going to be implementing stuff they've always wanted to do with Biden. They have the power. They think they're going to have the power to do it. He's mostly a puppet. He apparently has no ideas of his own. He's going to go with what the far left says. And that crazy crap in some ways is going to be implemented and executed. And that will fail very quickly. And it will fail during his term. And it will show us something. Now, I'm not saying that's suddenly going to tip everything in our favor and that, you know, Democrats will recognize the error of their ways because they never do. Let's face it, historically, they never learn. Um, but what it will do is, it, it, despite the loss, it will prove our point in a million ways. It'll prove that what we are, what we are saying and what we have been saying is accurate. That you can't run a country like this that you can't continue to embrace loser culture and promote it and think that that is civilization, that that is progress when it absolutely is not. And when you look at it that way, you almost want to sit back and, you know, lick your chops and go, I can't wait for them to try this and watch it fail so miserably. Yes, it's going to be painful because it's going to impact some of us negatively. I understand that. But maybe that's what we have to go. Maybe that's what has to happen to get it through this country's heads that we cannot have this level of far left ideology in the country. That might burn it out a bit. That might finally uh, open the, the pathway to getting rid of people like AOC, right? And getting rid of Ilhan Omar, getting rid of all these diseases in our country. That's a possibility. It might open our eyes to that. And let's also not forget the other sort of upside is that four more years of Trump means four more years of watching the media completely mock, insult, torment, harass, and, you know, basically treat the president of the United States like trash. Um, yes, we're going to see four years of the media kissing Biden's ass. Um, it still sucks, but I don't think it's quite as infuriating. Um, and... You know, you're not going to be able to blame Biden like they blame Trump for everything. You're not going to be able to blame him for uprising and riots and things of that nature, which are bound to happen if we have another George Floyd incident. What are they going to do then? Who are they blaming it on? They blame everything on Trump. Now you don't have a patsy. Now you've got people in power. So when bad, the, when bad things happen, all we're going to do is point to and say, hey, you're the ones in power. You're the ones who had it. This is bad stuff is happening on your watch. You can't blame it on anybody else now unless you just keep coming after white people or basically are staying at home and hoping that they can fly under the radar long enough to survive at this point. And I think all that's really going to happen is it's going to throw everything into, into stark contrast and relief and show the differences in uh, a Trump administration versus a Biden administration and show, show that all this insane uh, hatred and hostility from the left, that doesn't change. That's something that has to change no matter what. And we can't, that's not going to matter who's, who's in the White House. 
That is now a systemic problem within the Democrat Party, and I don't know how you burn it out of there, but it's going to have to come out some at some point. You know, the days of JFK Democrats long gone. You have to work your way back to that if you want to become a viable party that makes any sort of sense at all. And, you know, there was a point. Also, let's not forget one last thing. There was a time when we all saw Biden as more of a moderate candidate. In fact, as one of the most moderate candidates for the presidency uh, around 2019. There were a lot more, you know, you got Beto and you got Warren and you you, you had, uh, you know, Buttigieg and all those guys. You had, Biden was seen definitely as more of a moderate. He was he was seen as, as, as less threatening, less uh, in the far left way. Um, and it was really only in 2020 when he realized if he wanted the support, the full support of the Democrat Party, that he had to go farther left. He had no choice. And he did. But what if he's not quite that senile, he's not that much of a puppet, and he retains a little bit more of his moderate standing as president and frustrates the crap out of the Democrats who put him there because he all of a sudden just says, yeah, OK, thanks for putting me here, but I'm not quite on board with the craziest of your ideas, which is not impossible. So, you know, consider these things before, you know, you say, oh, the world is ending. You know, it's not. Uh, at most, it's four years. There are other candidates out there. There are better. I, I can't wait to see. Can we find a young, vibrant, uh, powerful moral stand-up guy to run for one of these powerful offices? Can we do that? Like I mentioned JFK, what about one of those? Why can't we find one? I, it, of course, today JFK could be a Republican by his standards, um, and by ours, I mean. But you, you, why, why can't we find that? You know, you're whining about getting the right people in office and having diversity, and you end up with two very old white guys. Rich white guys, yes, and they, Biden is there, so Kamala can get in. I get it. But in the end, what happened to the, the, the youth that we, that we could have in politics and have had in the past? It's just not there. And I'd, I'd like to see that. You know, who should run? Who should go? Who should step up? Candace Owens, I always say, would make uh, sort of a great uh, president. That's a good possibility. Uh, people have been talking about Ivanka Trump as well. I don't know about that one. Who knows? I have no problem with a woman president. I have no problem with a minority president. I have a problem with... Uh, the the policies of the far left. That's what I have a problem. Um, and I just, I think there's a, there's a number of things we always need to take into account. We need to step back, breathe, take a look at things in a, in a calm, rational manner and understand that, you know, life goes on, things press on, the sun will rise tomorrow, we're going to get up, we're going to go to work, we do what I normally do, we take care of our families, this is how we do things. Um, and things are not going to change that drastically overnight. They still have to find a way to get through the Republican-led Senate, which looks like it's going to happen. They still have to pass their stuff through a million different channels. We've got so much red tape and government choking the hell out of all uh, speediness. And it, everything is always ends up being more watered down than the original intent was. Don't forget that. Don't forget that government impact uh, that has always seemed lessened as opposed to what they originally intended. Um, so... You know, breathe, take it easy, go on about your business. We'll see what happens. It's not the end of the world if Trump loses. It's not a good thing, but it's not the end of the world. We have to keep pressing forward. There's no sense in, uh, you know, whining about it and pontificating about the, the fall of the country. And we got to fight against that. And there's ways to do that. And we have to do that at a society level. The government can only do so much. So let's always remember these things. 
Um, and I'm putting this out there again, common sense. It's what I do. At least it's what I try to do. So that's it for this week. Um, next week, uh, maybe we will, maybe we won't know who the president is, and I will do another show. Uh, again, hopefully with the same sort of calm mentality. And uh, feel free to share this with your friends and family. Uh, all my shows are free. I don't do any ads or anything like that. I don't do any explicit content. So um, that's that. Once again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again. Bye.